So, Harry, mm-hmm. try something new. If you were to be reincarnated as a bug, yeah, because let's be honest, that's as the best you can probably hope for. <laughs> Thanks. What kind of bug would you be? Okay, well, let's see. I'm probably, I think that I would probably turn out a slug. A slug? Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't really, I, I move very slowly. Mm-hmm. True. If, yeah. if at all. Yeah. I'm quite squishy, mm-hmm. let's yeah. be honest. I really don't like the French. <laughs> you know what, yeah. <laughs> I think you're right, you convinced me, yeah. Very good. <laughs> I think like you're quite uh, you're quite crafty though. So I think you'd probably craft yourself a little shell and maybe upgrade yourself to a snail after a, after a, after a period. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah. 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 Sure. Great. So a slug turning into a snail. That's you. Welcome back, everybody, to Beyond the Box Set, the podcast where today we are pitching prequels, sequels, and spin-off ideas to A Bug's Life. The start of a new year, so a new Pixar film. That's how we do things here. We'll also be pitching some drinking games and hearing from our listeners with the ideas they have posted on our Facebook and Twitter pages. But first, we're going to talk about some of our favourite moments from the original movie and catch you up with a bit of a plot summary. I'm Harry, the host with the most food. What, inside you or just... Just in general. Just in general, okay. I reckon I've got more food than you. Probably true. You know, I do keep a very... Inside me and in my kitchen. Yeah, I mean, I do keep a pretty bare fridge. It's well yeah. known, so... Yeah. And joining me as always, the host with the best Christmas presents. Aw. It's all this food that you've given me this morning. That is true, yeah. Um, it's John Lucas. Hello. Happy New Year, Harry. Happy New Year. How, How you was... doing? I'm good. How was it for you? It's good. I'm glad, I'm glad to be here. Good. Yeah. It's 2021. We're yep. just glad, just living every goddamn day. Yeah. Glad to be here. Glad <laughs> to still be alive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so this is our regular tradition obviously start of a new year we like to ease ourselves in gently and mm-hmm. what better way to do that than with a with a nice pixar movie yeah nice and i would describe this as a nice pixar movie yeah mm-hmm. it's pixar is one of those rare collections of movies uh yeah rare collections of movies where they're pretty much all fairly easy watches and there's not that many sequels no well we did notice that we're running a little bit short on ones that haven't got any sequels because they've got a little bit sequel happy in recent years, compared to what they started off as. Yeah, they, they, yeah they've, they've got a couple of franchises, but there's still yeah. a couple more to go on, not including the two films that came out last year. True. So, there's that. No, we're not completely running into it. I'm just thinking, I feel like they've got more... And hey, happy. we got one a year, so... We did, yeah. we're, 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 we're done for a we'll, few we'll years. Keep, we'll keep it going, it's yeah. fine, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, this, is, this film is about 20 years old now. Something like that, yeah. Came out in, like, 1999, I think. Is that really? Right? I think so, yeah, okay. roughly. Should have fact-checked, really. Yeah. <laughs> Why start now? So, yeah, I'm a little surprised they've not revisited it because, of course, they've revisited Monsters, Inc. They've revisited mm-hmm. Toy Story many a time, but this mm-hmm. one they've left alone. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I don't think it's as iconic. Mm. Yeah. Like, Toy Story that really broke new boundaries. Sure. And then this, a lot of the same. Mm. It's like, okay, here's one group of people, you know, and the first one, it's toys. This yeah. one, it's bugs. Like, oh, what have they got to say? And like, I don't know, I don't really think that they had anywhere that they really could go with this. True, yeah. And like, this also came out the same year as Ants. In the, yeah, I was going to mention that. Which also doesn't have a sequel. No, true. And that's a dream work, so that's yeah. very surprising. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, I just don't really... I never felt that kind of connection to this, the same that I did for like, well, Toy Story or Finding Nemo or Monsters, Inc. or something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even though those latter two, it took them ages to get, to get sequels out for them. Like well over a decade mm-hmm. um it's still felt earned yeah i think if they were like to announce tomorrow that they're making a bug's life too i think the reaction would just be like why yeah <laughs> i don't think anyone's crying out for it no not at all and i did notice watching this it is it's a nice enough film but it's definitely one of the thinnest pixar films i've ever seen yeah like it doesn't have a whole lot of meat on the bone really no, it's very, no. which you know, is not necessarily a criticism but like i watched this Within a few days of watching Soul, their latest film, and that's like <laughs> same. But my God, the contrast! It's a, exactly now in, in you know today Pixar are like asking kids to grapple with existentialism and the meaning of the universe <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. And a bug's life, the message is just like stand up to bullies. Yeah, that's it. There's a very nice, Basically. simple message, which in many ways I think is a, is 
a good thing because I think it's an important message, but it is not unique. It's not. It's far from a unique message. Absolutely. Whereas, like now that they're all, they're always trying. Like, okay, so um, except your parents, you know, yeah. if one of them's dead, like don't 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 mourn them for the rest of your life. Yeah. That's onward. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's lots of grappling with death and destruction. And yeah. this film was really lacking in that. I noticed as well because I think Ants, I, I, confl- I think like most people, I conflate them both in my head a little bit because they yeah. both came out at the same time and I saw them both as a kid. Like Ants has a lot of death and destruction in it. And this one really doesn't. I kept mm. waiting for any of the bugs to get squished or to die in some horrible yeah, yeah, yeah. manner. Or, August, just because it's Pixar, you expect some kind of tugging at the heartstrings, but it really doesn't yeah. go there. Like, no, it doesn't. Apart from a very dark moment at the end, it really doesn't go there at all. Yeah. So, yeah. But like in comparison to Ants, like Ants is fully, like, here's the Vietnam War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I watched some footage of Ants back. I didn't rewatch the whole movie, but I watched some yeah. clips and I'd, yeah, I, I'd forgotten just how much darker it is compared to this. Like, yeah. it, it really is doing that slightly DreamWorksy thing of, being maybe more for grown-ups than for kids, but not yeah. not in the clever way that... No, not in the clever way. <laughs> no, well, just not, in the... Not, here's not... some references the grown-ups will get that kids won't understand in the slightest. I mean, the main character at one point, he gets accidentally forced into a war mm-hmm. and he watches as... Well, I think he... He gets covered by rocks. So he doesn't really... You, you don't see the battle, mm-hmm. but you see the aftermath. Yeah. And, like, he picks up somebody else's head mm-hmm. and the guy's like, have you seen my body? <laughs> yeah no i watched and he's like oh no i don't think you're gonna do very well and then the guy just dies and I'm like yeah. oh my god this is this is a kid's thing bug's life has none of this no no, no. bug's life really feels like a children's movie in a Definitely. way i don't think any other pixar movie has a lot i mean they are children's movies don't get me wrong but mm. so many other ones also feel like they have something for adults to hold on to have you seen cars i didn't get anything for adults oh from cars. no i've not watched any of the cars movies so maybe they did it as well yeah so although they made three of them so you know yeah but yeah no this, this just feels like something that you could pop a toddler in front of and it's just bright colors and yeah because the, the plot is really barely there yeah it's a really thin plot but it, and and the characters aren't particularly well defined but the, it looks nice yeah and it still looks nice like yes, the animation does. actually looks really i think it's held up very well really well yeah I w- i'd be interested to know when they redid monsters um ink to not Mon- yeah. is it monsters Mon- inc yeah. monsters inc then monsters university that was it that's why so when monsters university came out did they upgrade the graphics or did they kind of do the same i think it was kind of the same i, I don't i think i've only seen it once so i don't yeah. really remember because toy um, story you can really tell can't you? when you watch one against four one looks significantly more basic yeah but at the same time they've like they've kept it sort of loyal to, to yeah. where it started mm-hmm. so they've, they've not advanced it too much mm-hmm. but I mean, they've corrected all the humans. That's that's the biggest jump in. Yeah, I, I think maybe that's why this one has aged well, is that there aren't any humans in it, so it doesn't yeah. give you that chance for it to look. And it's the same as like Monsters Inc. and Finding Nemo. Oh, no, Finding Nemo's got humans in it. Um, but yeah, like Monsters Inc. Like there's there's one little girl. They got her right. Yeah, that's it. Everybody else is just completely made up monster, so it doesn't look weird. True. Whereas yeah, like Toy Story or anything else has got humans in it. It always just looks a little bit off. Yeah, but now I thought that they. The animation on this was really pretty. I, I was, I was probably the, the thing I found the most engaging about this was just looking at it. Yeah, definitely. So where is it? Where's my food? Uh, isn't it up there? What? The food was in a leaf sitting on. Excuse top. me. Are you sure it's not up there? Are you saying I'm stupid? No. Do I look stupid to you? Let's just think about the logic, shall we? Let's just think about it for a second. If it was up there, would I be coming down here to your level looking for it? Why am I even talking to you? You're not the queen. You don't smell like the queen. She's learning to take over from me, Hopper. Oh, I see. Under new management. So it's your fault. No, it wasn't me. It wasn't... Uh, 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 First rule of leadership. Everything is your fault. It's a bug-eat-bug world out there, princess. One of those circle of life kind of things. Right, so I should do a plot summary then. You sure this is your your film? You you go for it. Great, okay. So um, A Bug's Life stars uh, this ant called Flick. Yes. He is the main character. Well, first of all, you start off with this ant colony Mm -hmm. um, on an island. Yes. It looks very Pixar. Very much so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't really get a sense of whether it, it's an. I mean, it's not an actual island. It's maybe a. It could be a traffic island. We don't know. Could I think it's anything. like it, it's it's an island on a pond that has dried up. Yeah. 
Okay. That's where the film starts. There's an ant colony on there. They're all gathering food and they're putting it on this leaf on the edge of the island for whatever reason, right on the edge of the island. Who knows? And uh, yeah, you just get introduced to them. Every ant is carrying just like one little bit of grain or something. Mm-hmm. But then there's this one ant, which is Flick, who's the main character, who he's a bit kooky and he comes up with all these weird inventions. He's like a wannabe inventor, yeah. Yeah. And so he's got this invention. It's basically like a backpack mixed with a circular saw. Mm-hmm that can just cut down a blade of grass yeah. and take all the seeds off it and just, you know, he increases production, basically. Mm-hmm. He can pick five seeds in a time and get another round to pick one. So yeah. he's like, yeah, I'm going to fix everything and then we can spend more time like getting food for ourselves as opposed to this big tribute or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. The tribute is for grasshoppers. Yes, the ants are in a kind of abusive relationship with a gang of grasshoppers who turn yeah. up every few months, demand a massive amount of their food and then fly away again. Yeah, so that's fun. Mm. Yeah, so then the grasshoppers arrive. Yeah, everybody runs underground, and Flick he throws his invention to the floor, and it knocks the entire tribute off the island into mm. the in, in, into a little bit of a puddle. Yes, um, it's gone, and mm. they've spent like all summer gathering all this food. Yes, so they have nothing to give the grasshoppers now. Yep. So the grasshoppers get very angry. Mm-hmm. They break their way underground into the ant colony, mm-hmm. and uh, start threatening everybody. Yes. Did you notice that this film has managed to do something that we have managed to avoid for a remarkably long time? A Kevin Spacey appearance? Yes, we've managed to get through, I think, all 200 episodes so far. Really? Maybe he popped up in some early ones before it was like a problem. But mm. yeah, I know that I've suggested some, I've thought about some films that because he just pops up in them, it's been like, oh, let's not, let's not touch that. Let's just leave it. So yeah, yeah this film, another thing it shares with Ants. Both films have uh, voices by actors who are now very uh, problematic. Because oh, yeah. uh, the main guy from Ants is Woody Allen, mm. who uh, would not be cast in a children's film today. No. So, uh, yeah. Not going to talk. Not going to dwell on the spacey thing. He's there. He plays the villain, so at least you don't have to like him. But yeah. I mean, that's generally his role, isn't it? Yeah. I watched Seven the other day. Oh, did you? Yeah. He's very suited to that sort of role. Oh, sure, yeah. He played a lot of villains, yeah. <laughs> it just comes very naturally with him. Yeah, and, and now we know why. There's yeah. a reason. Yeah. <laughs> so he plays Hopper, who is yeah. the... the the ringleader of the... <laughs> He's a grasshopper called Hopper. Yes, they're really original. Like, they really thought about that for a long time, yeah. Great. Um, Actually, thinking about it, the names are lazy as shit. Because there's also a praying mantis called Manny. It's like, come on, we could come up with this. Like, What's the stick called? Is he just called Stick? Sticky. Um, I don't know what the stick was called. Uh, could it be Slim? Slim, possibly, uh, yeah. That was David Hyde Pierce. That's the stick, yeah. Yeah. That... So the stick is called Slim. Yep. There's some thought gone into that. But... The caterpillar's called Heimlich. That's all right. Something. I'm trying to find all the uh, potentially lazy ones. Oh, there's Gypsy Moth. Yeah. <laughs> That's apparently a name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, Tuck and Roll. Oh, they're the little wood lice, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll, 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 we'll get to all these. Oh, and of course, P.T. Flea. That, is a, gr- that is a good one. That was a good one, yeah. Yeah. That felt like the one joke for grown-ups yeah. in this film. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, anyway, so the grasshoppers are pissed yes. because there's no food for them and they're like, well, where's our food? Mm-hmm. So uh, they threaten the queen. The queen is a very, very old aunt yes. um, who looks like she's about 200 years old. Yes. Uh, but her daughter is Julie Lulia Drive. Julia Louis Drive. Yes, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a hard one to say quickly. Oh, I, I thought I thought if I gave it, gave it a run-up and I'd just go right into it, I'd get it right. But nope. Nope. Julie Louis. No, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yes. I've never got this wrong before now. No, sure. Uh, anyway, so... She is the princess, but she is going to be queen, so she's basically acting as the queen. Yeah. I don't know why they built in this complexity to it all. No, well, it got me thinking, because she has a baby sister who's also a princess. Yeah. So if this was in a real aunt colony, is she going to have to, like, eat her sister at some point to, to gain dominance? Maybe. Yeah. And also, like, everybody else, they're all they're all siblings. Yeah. Yeah. And you so, like, her and, to... Flick, her and Flick getting together at the end? Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Not, not a thread you really want to pull on. No. <laughs> but either way... Uh, so they threaten um, all the ants and say that like, okay, well, by the time the last leaf on that tree falls, mm-hmm. we want all our food. Yeah. So they have, you know, a few months or whatever until autumn mm-hmm. and they're not going to be able to get all the food together in that amount of time. So they kind of kill two birds with one stone. They want rid of Flick because he put them in this mess. Yeah. And also they need help to try and get everything Get all, get all the food together. Mm-hmm. So they get Flick out of their way by sending him away, by his own idea, by sending him away to go and get help. Find yes. some bigger bugs who can defend them against the grasshoppers. Yeah. Well, they just think they're getting rid of him for a while. They don't expect him to actually succeed. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, then he goes on his, his little quest mm-hmm. and uh, finds, finds a little city, yep. which is just basically 
some rubbish yeah somewhere. the closest we get to seeing a human we don't see any humans which i quite like oh yeah but we do see the exterior of a little shack so yeah whether it's a, a little coffee shop or a bar or a, just a mobile home which um well it's, it's a little caravan actually is it a little um, caravan yeah. yeah because it's the same caravan that appears at the end of monsters inc oh really Oh, um, crossovers. Okay. Yeah, and it has the Peter Planet truck parked outside it. Well, of course it does. Yeah. <laughs> Which I believe is the only Easter egg in this movie, mm. as far as I know. Well, as I mean, far, it, as far as it's I only noticed. the second Pixar film, so how many Easter eggs could they really stuff in? They didn't really have a world to build around at this point. So. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so then we start, then, then we start seeing all the city life, yes. which centres around mainly this circus troupe. Mm-hmm. So we start off seeing this circus troupe, which is some of the people that we've, um, that we've, that we've talked about before. There's... So there's a praying mantis. Mm-hmm. There's a is she a moth? Uh, I thought a, buff- a butterfly, but she could be a moth. Yeah. She's a moth. She's called Gypsy Moth. That's her name, apparently. Okay, sure. So, yeah, so she's a moth. Um, there's Heimlich, the caterpillar. Mm-hmm. There's uh, Francis. Which one's Francis? Oh, that's the ladybug. Oh, the ladybug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's David Hyde Pierce playing Slim. Mm-hmm. He's um, a stick insect. And then there's P.T. Flea. Mm-hmm. Who is the John Ratzenberger appearance of, the, of this movie? Uh huh. Yeah. Every Pixar movie, of course. Yeah. And then, of course, my two favourites, which are Tuck and Roll, who are kind of like these. They were, Americans call them pillbugs. We call them woodlice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're like indiscriminate, indeterminately foreign, and they don't. Yeah. And they just make random noises. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they like they they don't speak the language. They just kind of smile and nod along, and they're yeah. very hyperactive. And yeah, they're a lot of fun. Yeah, they're they, they're great. They're always fun when they're on screen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a circus troupe. Mm-hmm. They perform- not a very good circus. Troupe, not a very good so. circus troupe. Actually, a very terrible one. But it makes for a very good show. Yes, almost as though it's deliberate, but mm-hmm. it's actually not. So they're performing as a literal flea circus. So their their yeah. audience is fleas and flies, basically. Yeah. Uh, and the the audience doesn't really like what they're doing and kind of boos them off. And... No. But then they have a well a, a trick that goes colossally wrong, and mm-hmm. they basically burn their uh, their ringleader PT mm-hmm. Flea. They burn him to a crisp. Yeah. Though he he is absolutely fine. He lives. If this was ants, he'd be dead. But yeah. in this film, he lives. He's <laughs> fine. So he fires them all, and they all go to a bar and try and drown their sorrows. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that bar, that's where Flick comes across them, mm-hmm. and they're pretending to be all tough because the ladybug is having to put up with lots of uh, transphobia. <laughs> because, sure, sure <laughs> well, okay. it is, isn't it? Well, I don't think the film's really trying to say that, but sure, yeah. I yeah. mean, the joke is it's a ladybug who they're not a lady. Yeah, they're they're actually a very butch man. Yes, and so they have to put up with everybody thinking that they're a lady, and that's sure not the case. And so then jokes ensue. Mm-hmm. Sure. I don't think the, uh, the the idea of the film is making is that it's a transgendered ladybug, though. I think it's just a male ladybug. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Uh, either way, so yeah, they're all trying to be big and uh, scary to some, to some of the flies that are bullying them, mm-hmm. and that gets Flick's attention uh, because he's looking for big bugs. Yeah. So he then recruits them, basically, even though what they did was basically just run away, but they made it look like it was good. Yeah. He thinks they're genuinely like a troop of warriors. He doesn't realize yeah. that they're just circus performers. And they think that he's hiring them for a circus performance. Yeah. They think he's a talent scout. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's comedy of errors, misunderstandings. Yes. yes. So they go with him mm-hmm. and they, they, they fly back to the, the ant island mm-hmm. um, where they've not managed to gather much food in mm-hmm. the meantime. And they're not, yeah, they're not gathering enough. They're not going to have enough by the time that the, uh, the grasshoppers get back and they put on a massive, banquet i guess for the mm-hmm. for the circus books they're like guests of honor and the, the school does a little reenactment <laughs> i think this was what made me laugh the most when yeah. the kids do the very violent reenactments of what they yeah. expect to happen like you, and you see the caterpillar has been chopped in half and <laughs> they all die there's blood all over it now this is when it does get a little bit not adult but it gets a little bit uh close to the bone i guess like, only slightly only but, like, slightly, but it's, it's pretty funny like, i watched this as a young child i got it and i loved it yeah i know like, you'd find you'd find this funny it's yeah. not it's not scary as no well. yeah and so then they uh, i think this is when the the circus troupe work out that uh hey this isn't the job that we signed up for yeah uh but somehow flick manages to get them to stay i forget how yeah they try no they try to leave 
when they realize that they're expected to do a battle and they're not, then they, they have no interest in being fighters. Yeah. But then and as then, they're leaving, Flick follows them and then the, the bird attacks them. Yeah, I think the bird attacks uh, Dot, the little. Yes, the, Dot is um, the, the baby ant. Yeah. The, 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 the ant princess, who's voiced by Hayden Patinier from Heroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, somehow that convinces the, the circus troupe to stay. Mm-hmm. I don't fully understand why. But... Oh, it gives Flick the idea. Well, so there's a whole sequence where a bird oh, attacks yeah. them. Yeah. And they have to like work. They have to work together to escape from the bird. And it looks to the ants watching from outside like they're doing this incredible military routine. When actually they're mm. just kind of winging it. Yeah. Um, but then it gives Flick the idea that the grasshoppers are scared of birds. Mm-hmm. So he has the idea then that the circus troop can work with him to help him to build a fake bird. Mm-hmm. And he says, if you help me to build the fake bird, then you can leave before there's any actual fighting. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's a good looking fake bird. Yeah, it was very impressive. It's nice and creative. I like that pixel level of creativity. Yeah, sure. Which there's a lot of in this. Mm. Yeah, know. no, visually it's a very creative movie, of course. Yeah. Pixar. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they build a bird and when the grasshoppers do eventually come, mm-hmm. they set this bird on them. They put all the little, uh, they, put the, they put all the scouts in, just all the child ants mm-hmm. in the bird. I don't know why it has to be run by children. And uh, they try scaring off the grasshoppers. But at that moment, the circus troop is back, I think. Um, no, you missed it. The, the circus troop came back before the grasshoppers attacked. Oh, did they? Yeah, the PT Flea turns up looking yeah. for his performers, and he's got a poster of them as like a circus act, and yeah. that's how the rest of the ants figure out that they're not fighters; they're just a circus troop. Mm-hmm. And then they get angry at Flick for lying to them, and Flick gets banished basically. Yeah. So the the circus troop all go back, and Flick goes with them in in kind of disgrace. Mm-hmm. And while he's away, the grasshoppers attack and take over the colony. And that's when the little baby ant dot escapes, hides in the grass, and then go, goes to find Flick and tells him that he needs to come back and rescue them. Right, right, right. Yeah. Cool. When did you watch this film? A few days ago. Okay, sure. I try and watch it the day before, but it just didn't line up this, this week. Fair enough. And so, yeah, then they start the actual bird attack, where they put all the young kids in the bird. Um, I think Flick is, like, flying it. He's in yeah. the pilot seat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's good, like, the bird, it can, it can make a loud noise. Um, it can look very scary. It can it can pretty much fly. It's just swinging on a branch, but yeah. it looks like it's flying. They do very well. It's a good contraption, yeah. And so, yeah, they they scare off all the grasshoppers, apart from Hopper. He's mm. still around when P.T. Flea sees this bird and sets it on fire mm-hmm. just to try and scare away scare away the bird. He also thinks it's a bird. Yeah. He just does way better at actually fighting it off. Sure. It sets the bird on fire, so... Hopper can see that, like, oh, that's not a real bird. We've been tricked. We've been had. Yeah. Flick crashes the bird and gets everybody out, so everybody's safe because this film doesn't go there. Mm-hmm. And uh, then what happens? Uh, well, then the grasshoppers come back and they try to take over the colony again, don't they? Or they're... Holy fuck. There's, like, a final fight between Hopper and the ants. The... Flick has this whole speech, doesn't he? He's like, the grasshoppers, you, you, you're just bullies, and the only reason that we do what you say is because we are skip- We don't realise that we're stronger than you. Mm-hmm. He gives this very rousing, very Pixar speech while standing up to bullies. Yeah. And the ants it. all line up together, they link hands, and they fight back, and the grasshoppers get beaten back. So there's just Hopper left now. Mm-hmm. All the other grasshoppers, they've all hidden away or run away or something. Sure. And so in his last sort of desperate attempt to regain control, he takes Flick, like he mm-hmm. beats up Flick a little bit, gives him a black eye, mm-hmm. picks him up by the head, and flies off. The troop can't follow him like through a tree, but they can't follow him completely. Mm-hmm. And so then it's just Hopper and Flick. Hopper sets him down just on the ground, starts beating off a bit more. But then the real bird shows up. Yes. And Hopper's just like, oh, so you got another, you think you can fool me twice? Yeah. And then Hopper realizes it's a real bird, screams. The bird grabs him in its beak mm-hmm. and flies off to its nest and feeds him to, to, the, to the bird's three tr- chicks. This is a gruesome... I mean, you don't see it, but no. what's implied is a gruesome end for this, this yeah. villain. Yeah. So he must get pulled apart by three chicks and eaten. Yeah, basically. Which is, uh, yeah, grim. Mm. <laughs> um, but uh, hey-ho, it's a happy end yeah. for the good characters, at least. Yes. And uh, and it's only Kevin Spacey, so who cares? Yeah. And they pretty much all live happily ever after. They do, and we get some classic Disney Pixar outtakes. Oh yeah, at the uh, over the closing credits. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that's Buck Life. Yes. What do you think of that? I thought it was very nice. Good little easy welcome to the year. Exactly. Yes, it was an easy watch. It wasn't too long. No. I would say, yeah, storyline a little bit thin. Yeah. Also, too many characters. That was my main yeah. critique. 
Too many characters. None of them really stood out. There's a lot of ants, and they all look the same. Well, it's not just that there's lots. Of, I mean, ants. There's always lots of ants. That's kind of part of the. <laughs> well, no, like yeah, you have like one or two villainous characters. Sure. You have got the circus troop. I don't. Yeah. Th- I don't think there's too many of them. Oh, see, I think there's too many circus troopers. No, because none of them really but, stand but, out enough. No, because they all look different and they all do different things. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so I think I think that's fine. I was more like the queen and like all her fellow cronies who are just all these really old ants. Mm-hmm. They they all seem to be characters as equal as much as the circus troupe. I didn't really understand why, because like you don't have anything to do. You don't look interesting. You're not funny. Why are yeah. you getting so much screen time? Yeah, no, I, I guess you're right. I just felt like no individual character particularly stood out. I, I, like, Dot? Yeah, she was cute, I guess. But I, 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 I think you can definitely tell that this one doesn't have any iconic characters compared to a lot of the other Pixar films. Mm. There's no one that's... You know, like, there's no breakaway character like Dory or... No. Woody. Yeah, no one in this is getting a spin-off. No. Like... Maybe the big fat caterpillar would be the only one that would get, like... Not wouldn't get his own spin-off movie, but is, like, the closest to being A short or something. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. something that maybe, you know, would be memorable. I don't know. But yeah, it wasn't quite... Didn't quite have that, but it's a perfectly nice film. Yeah. And better than Ants. Yeah. 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 Um, Cool. Do you want to do drinking games? Sure, yeah. Do you want me to start? Uh, Sure, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Uh, Drink for... This is an obvious one, but drink for bug jokes. Yeah, I've got drunk for puns. Oh, pun! Oh, you mean verbal bug jokes? Yeah, I was oh. I was thinking more like visual gags around okay. bugs. Like what? Well, there's one at there's one at the beginning where a leaf falls in front of the ant and uh, and, oh, and yeah, they yeah. panic because they the line's been broken. Like yeah. <laughs> there wasn't as much of that as I would have thought. Like the no. stuff that really like really dig into what ants actually do in ant culture. Maybe ant culture is just too brutal for to be jokes. <laughs> have you ever seen a documentary about ants? They are vicious. Really? Yeah, they are vicious to each other. Like, Does it just depend on the species of ant. I mean, some are worse than others, but on the whole, ants are a very warlike, angry yeah. group of animals. Yeah, so. so. Uh, but there was that, and there was um, when the stick insect gets. Um, oh, switched out for a branch. Switched out for a branch, yeah, yeah and they can't find it again. No, they, they do lots of stuff like that. Which yeah. is, it was good. You know, I, that, I remember, the, I remember watching that as a kid, and that one freaked me out because I thought that, like, oh my God, they've snapped his arms and legs off. Like, yeah. I, I, I didn't clock that it was, it was a joke. <laughs> I was like, oh, they snapped him. No! Because I thought he was just a stick. Sure. Like, that, that, that was his thing. He was just a stick. But no, he's they, they were all insect. bugs who just had a friend that was just an anthropomorphized stick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like four when this came out or something. Sure. I'm I'm gonna believe anything. God, kids are dumb. <laughs> um, drink for transphobia. Sure. Okay. Right. You really you've really <laughs> picked up on this, haven't you? This, I, mean, I don't think that's what it was. Well, it was a lot of jokes that just felt like they wouldn't be making. Um, they, they wouldn't make these jokes now. True. Yeah. I think yes. Because because like, like not not that they're offensive jokes. No. Particularly, but just like they're they're on the edge of riskiness, and it really is such a light movie. Yeah. No, I think you're right. The um yeah the whole punchline being oh dude looks like a lady kind yeah. of thing yeah probably would be handled more sensitively today. I'll give yeah. you that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Drink every time you recognise a voice actor. Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> go when you on. go oh that voice is really familiar, but you don't know who it is. Yeah. Because it's not really Pixar's full of that. Yeah, it is. But this one, I think this one in particular, I don't know, because mm. it's not as reliant on like celebrities. Like now, mm. I think recently there are a lot more using famous people. Whereas, well, saying that, just thinking like, how on earth did they get that line up for Toy Story? Mm-hmm. Like oh, getting, getting Tim Allen and Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Yes, they did that true. But a lot of the supporting cast were just you know. I guess just was yeah. everyone in Soul who had a voice was basically a celebrity. Yeah. Everyone in this, you're like, oh, I recognise that voice from mm. something. Mm-hmm. Probably another Pixar movie. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Just happened to, I, I, there was a lot of voices that I couldn't quite place until I looked them up. And then I was like, oh, it's it's that guy. Oh, it's that woman. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's them. <laughs> it's there from Heroes. Great. Yeah. 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 That's not a voice you recognise. No, it's not. I mean, she had a literal child's <laughs> voice at that point. That wasn't one of them. No. no. Um, okay. Drink for one of uh, Flick's crazy inventions. Okay. I which he very often just comes up with on the fly, yeah. which is... Yeah, I drink every time Flick ruins everything. He's yeah. quite a frustrating hero. Yes, he's he really very is. annoying. Yeah. That's probably why I didn't make another one of these. Yeah, you don't. Because really no one likes see... the main character. Yeah, I didn't really want to see more of Flick. Nah. No. So. No. Yeah. Uh, okay, drink for perspective gags. Just, you know, like size. Visual, oh, yeah. Size yeah. gags and stuff, like when it zooms out and you're like. They do a lot with water, obviously, I noticed, uh, mm-hmm. with drops of water being huge and. Yeah. I was going to say, similar to that, uh, drink for a creative bug use of an everyday human object. Okay. So things like a tin can just becomes a bar. Mm-hmm. Or like a bottle becomes like a a barrel. You know how the grasshoppers have like all the seeds in that glass bottle? Yes. And stuff, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. or, and they live in a hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I, I liked a lot of and the... And their wings sound like motorbikes. Yeah. I really liked the sequence in the, when Flick first arrives in the city, actually, and you meet all the little the little bugs. There's, there's lots of really good mm. little visual jokes buried in there, like the, the mosquitoes at, at like a blood bar, yeah, uh, yeah, ordering yeah. a double O negative or whatever it was. Yeah. It's um, a homeless guy who's had his wings pulled yeah, off by a, a kid. Little, with a little sign, yeah. yeah kid pulled my wings off. That's good. The... Hardly funny, but no, no. It's, it's, it's funny in a kind of dark way, really. It's yeah, like, sure. Oh, that's that's grim. Yeah, but it's smart. Yeah, and the the the, the moths that get that are getting attracted to the the moth zapper as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really good. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's lots of like fun little moments like that. So just drink for them, I guess. Yeah. And mm. uh, drink whenever they say the word warriors. Warriors. Oh, okay. That's one that comes up a lot. Because there's like the scouts who are like the ant warriors or whatever. They've mm-hmm. all got their little capes. And then they think of the circus troopers warriors. So I just find them just saying the word warriors all the time. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that one, but, but sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't have any more. Okay, me neither. Cool. So before we get to sequels, uh, listeners, for the first time this year, mm-hmm. just to remind you, me and John are on Patreon.com. Yes. So if you were to go to Patreon.com slash Beyond the Box Set, you can support us for as much or as little as you want. And you get, get yourself a little bonus show mm-hmm. where we do move reviews of recent releases. I think we're going to record Soul after this, maybe. Yeah, sure. Because um, hey, it's, it seems to be Pixar season. It is, yeah. Uh, but we've got all sorts, um, all sorts on the back burners. Lots of home releases, lots of cinema releases. We did The Prom recently, which was absolute garbage. S- such an incredible film, mm-hmm. in such a bad way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we've got plenty coming up as well. Yeah, plenty more. It's it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you get that. You get an ad slot on the main show as well. Mm-hmm. Thirty second advert slot, once a month per person. And uh, also once a month, we'll do Patreon episodes where we pick a Patreon at random and you get to choose the episode for us, sorry, choose the film for us to do on the main show and you can come and guest if you want to. Yeah, we did recently did one with our friend Nathaniel who introduced us to a fabulous Japanese film called um, Tokyo Godfathers. So it's great. That was a great film. And I would never have watched that otherwise. No, it's always fun. Absolutely never. It's always fun when the Patreons bring a film that, I mean, we'll we'll happily do something famous, but when the Patreons bring something that we would never normally have watched, like Mm. I had never seen that thing you do. I don't think I'd ever picked it. That was one that uh, Hulu from the Contrarians yeah, brought to us. So we've done, we've done a lot. We did, we did, we did a great couple uh, last summer. We did Survive Style Five. That oh was yeah, a, another Nathaniel one. Yeah. Nathaniel one, and um, the girl with all the gifts. Oh yes, that was a very good. Pick, that was yeah. a big. That was a surprise of a film. Yeah. So yeah, um, the patrons have done us proud so far. So yeah. Join, so, join them. Join us. Join. Yeah. Join them and make it better. Yes. If you can. Mm-hmm. A day. No. All that's available at patreoncom slash set. Yes. Cool. Let's see, Alex. Uh, what do you think of Jaws, which is at 97% Rotten Tomatoes? I find it to be anti-shark propaganda. What do you feel about the Entourage movie, which is at a meager 33%? I think they finally got Hollywood right. How about It Follows, 97%. Worse than your parents giving you the sex is evil talk. How do you feel about Juno, which is at 94%? That would be a movie that celebrates a teenage homewrecker. Uh, how about Bewitched at 25%? Best television adaptation ever put to film. How do you feel about American Hustle? The towering 93%. Overwrought awards bait. Righteous Kill, 19%. The movie that Michael Mann wishes he had made when he created Heat. Sounds about right. I'm Julio. I'm Alex, and we are the Contrarians. As you can tell, our thing is that we rage against the Rotten Tomatoes machine. Regardless of what we really feel. Find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn. Facebook, Twitter, we're everywhere. So do you want to go first? Sure. So how many do you have? Uh, just the one. Okay. I have two very short little ones and then I've got my proper idea. Okay. So Go for it. Should I just do my two little yeah. ones? Yeah. Okay. So my short ones are, the first one's literally just a line. It's um, the greatest show bug. Nice. Because obviously there's the P.T. Barnum joke in this. And that got me thinking, what would make that film better? Because <laughs> I didn't really like the greatest showman very much. I know a lot of people love it. But imagine what would make that film better if all the characters were just bugs? Yeah. That totally works. Just, I'm just imagining all of the characters in The Greatest Showman are the characters from A Bug's Life. So obviously the flea is going to be voiced by Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember the plot of The Greatest Showman, to be honest. Like, there's, there's uh, he, has a, he, he has a wife. Yeah. Um, he also has a second love interest. Yeah. Maybe, one of the, and... maybe, one of the love interest, maybe one of the love interests is the moth. Sure. And then, and, like and, and then he has a, um, uh, a troop of... People who are all different. Yeah. Well, um, they're big. That's basically the circus troops. So yeah. Yeah. It, it, it just it perfectly fits. Yeah. 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 So that yeah, that was basically that. that. There's nothing much to that whatsoever. No, but I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my second idea is called. It's it's a crossover movie. Mm-hmm. It's called A Bug's Life Two Alien Ant Farm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and it's 
in this film, it is a direct sequel. I'm thinking if they were to do like a Toy Story esque, you know, mm. Ants Two, to- uh, sorry, A Bug's Life Two, Toy Story Two, kind of thing. Yeah. So in this sequel, uh, the Queen and the Princess, and both the princesses actually, Princess mm-hmm. Anna, Julia Louis Dreyfus, mm-hmm. and also Princess Dot, Hayden Patinier, mm-hmm. uh, and several other major ants of the community, they all get kidnapped by a human. Okay. Who places them in an ant farm? Okay. You know, I like little boys sometimes have like ant yeah. farms in there. Well, not just little boys, but often it's little boys, young people. Yeah. Uh, you don't really see adults with ant farms. I think it's more of a kid thing, isn't it? Mm. You get them in a little plastic container and they keep some ants in and they inevitably die after a few days. And it's a complete waste of everyone's time. But uh, <laughs> or maybe that was just my, my experience. I don't know. Um, <laughs> not very good at keeping animals alive. I'm not you? very good at keeping animals alive. It's true. Anyway, so they get kidnapped and taken to a human house and put in an ant farm. Yeah. And then it's up to Flick and the circus troupe to go on a rescue mission into the human verse, you know, into the city, yeah. or into, the, into the town, yeah. to find them and rescue them. Okay. And I was thinking, what if the human who has taken them and put them in an ant farm mm. is Andy from Toy Story? Ah, yeah. cross it over with Toy Story. Yeah, so then they go and break into the house, mm-hmm. and then we get the proper crossover, which with the, with the toys have a run-in with the bugs, mm-hmm. and they have to team up. And maybe initially, maybe bugs and toys don't get along. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, it's a home invasion. Yeah. If bugs get into your house, toys don't like that. No, totally. So maybe initially Woody and Buzz and co are fighting off the, the bugs, but then they convince them to work together. Yeah. And all they want to do is rescue the, the princess and get out. So the toy, the toys help the bugs to smash yeah. the ant farm and rescue the ants and the ants all escape and that's it. Mm-hmm. Now, what are we doing about the size difference here? How do you mean? Well, because an ant is very small. True. And the toys are bigger. True. Much bigger. Maybe the to- maybe the ants kind of communicate with the little green soldiers. Okay, yeah. Because they're closer to their level. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe some of the bigger bugs, like the caterpillar or whatever, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, that, could be, that could be part of the fun, though, because in Toy Story, a lot of the humour comes from the fact that the toys are a lot smaller than the people. Yeah. So in this scenario, the toys are still smaller than their surroundings, but they're also a lot bigger than the bugs. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. So that creates its own kind of weird sizing things, if that yeah. makes sense. Yes, it does. Yeah. Um... Yeah, no, I, I like that. I, I, I think that crossover. If, I think if they were ever going to crowbar a bug's life into a sequel, that would be how they do it. They'd have to just throw it into a Toy Story franchise. Yeah, yeah. Time's probably passed. I think the moment's passed. I'm not advocating I, for this. I, I, I don't think they're going to make another Toy Story movie. Oh, I don't know. Give me a I, few years. I, 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 it's I, such a cash cow. I mean, how many of the original cast are still alive? True, true. But I just think that they're going to keep milking that order until it's yeah. And is Tim, is Tim Allen still acting? Yeah, I think so. I think he's got a sitcom. Sure. Okay, a sitcom. Yeah, he's more of a TV star. Really. He's not really a film person. Mm. He did. I mean, apart from the Santa Claus, mm. he's much more of a TV guy. Okay, yeah. sure. Um, yeah, cool. Do you want to do your your main one, and then I'll finish with my one? Then yeah, sure. Cool. So mine is called A Bug's Life Two: Curse of the Killer Bumblebees. Curse of the Killer Bumblebees. That sounds yeah. like a like a 70s B-movie you'd find yeah. in a VHS store <laughs> that I would, like, watch all day long. I feel like I've I've, I've taken this title, inspiration for this title from somewhere, but I've no idea where, so I apologise if I've copied something. Well, there have been movies about killer bees. Killer, yeah, but, like, Curse of the Killer Bumblebees. Just, it just rolls off is the it, tongue very well. Is it kind of inspired by Curse of the Were-Rabbit from... Um, Maybe. Uh, no, and Gromit. That, that doesn't feel like what I'm getting this inspiration from. I don't know. But okay, but it's somewhere, yeah. Either way. Um... So I came up with the title before the plot. Okay. But, uh, Sometimes that's how it works. Yeah. But this time the plot does match the title. Okay. So anyway, it's a while later. A short enough time that all the main characters are still alive. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. not going to say it's like 20 years later because most of those insects, if not all, don't live 20 years. No, most of them have a lifespan of literally a few days. So yeah. it's, <laughs> that's the thing you have to reckon with with the sequels. Are you going to be realistic about it? A lot of these books are going to die very soon. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's a while later. Everybody's still alive, apart from the old queen. Oh, the um, old queen's died, fair enough. Yeah, she's she, she, she's gone, so... Okay. Well, the actress has also died, unsurprisingly, so that, right. <laughs> that's fine. Let's so, yeah, queen, queen Atta um, is... Yeah, she's now queen, of Dreyfus, the, yeah. Yeah, now queen of the entire colony. Cool. Colony has advanced a fair bit, too. Mm-hmm. They have tripled in size. Oh, yikes. Because Flick and Atta have been at it. Oh, dear. So now their island is just the main hub where they live, but they built tunnels under the pond and started multiple colonies on the other side of the bank. Okay. Now, are ants one of the bugs where they the, the females eat the males after they procreate? I don't think so. No. Okay, fair enough. Not well, that you really want to go there, but <laughs> that could be a dark twist. Yeah, I don't know. Breeds and that eats his brain. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's not where I've gone with this. Okay, sure. Um, Probably for the best. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they're calling, because they really became friends with the circus troupe and like some other bugs, basically, mm-hmm. their colonies don't just include ants. They include all kinds of different species. Okay. Um, so she's essentially become queen of the local animal kingdom. Oh, okay. So it's like a real bug community. Yeah. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. Like a utopia for bugs. Yeah. And uh, in a scene that very much parallels uh, The Lion King, mm-hmm. um, she explains to one of her young daughters, or maybe a class, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah a class. Let's say that she's a teacher and that probably works. Yeah. She basically explains the circle of life. Sure. Just saying that, like, you know, some some animals in our kingdom die and they become food for other animals. So it's literally the speech from the Lion King. Oh, yeah. definitely, yeah. Sure, okay. Yeah, one species which is fairly common for them to die and become the food is bumblebees. Okay. They, they don't really go around eating many other insects. I don't know. I'm not good with my biology. Do they eat flowers? Who knows? Um, so are you saying the ants eat the bumblebees? No, I'm saying, the, I'm saying the bees die and then, like, other bugs in the colony will come. Like, maybe a bigger bug than a bumblebee will come along and just, like, feed on the bees' corpse. Okay, this is starting to sound a little bit bleak, but okay, sure. <laughs> this is still a kids' movie, right? I'm just explaining the circle of life. Okay, fine. You need to get oh. so specific about it. There's no scene in The Lion King where they chow down on a zebra's flesh. It's just implied, you know. Okay, well, I mean, there is a scene where they literally chow down on actually a zebra's flesh. Do they? The hyenas do. Oh, the hyenas do. Okay, sure. Fine. It's the circle of life, John. Okay, fine. I take it back. Yeah, so the bees which have moved in, they've made a they've made a nest in the tree. And, um, yeah, every now and then it gets a bit grim. One of them will just die and fall to the ground. Okay. So some of the bigger bugs come along. Take take the take the carcass away. Nobody ever talks about it. Okay, this is it's really starts to sound a bit Sweeney Toddish at this point. But... Well, anyway, at, at one point everything goes a bit topsy-turvy. Okay. Um, when a human scientist, scientist comes along, um, talking to a colleague about how the bees are dying out and they must be saved or else. Oh, okay. Because, yes, because we're very big on bee conservation these days. Yeah. yeah. So he walks up to the beehive in the tree and sprays it with a chemical saying, if I'm right, this should prolong their lifespan. But spoiler alert, he is not right. Oh, it's killed all the bees. The presence of the human sends the colony into chaos. Mm-hmm. And once he's gone, Queen Atta addresses the nation, very Boris style, mm-hmm. and tells everyone that this unforeseen, unprecedented, rampant event has caused this great pain we will come together and soldier on and life will return to normality. Oh, I see. So it, it's created a a bug pandemic. Basically, yeah. Okay. Um, well, a funny thing happens the next day. Nobody hears from the bees. Okay. No, Nobody hears from them at all. Well, nobody hears. No, nobody even notices at first. It's only a few days later when some of the bigger bugs are getting a bit hungry mm-hmm. that they actually notice that no one's heard from the bees. So Flick, being the um, very creative person he is, he finds a way to climb up the tree and go and sort of knock on their front door, as it were. Go and, like, poke his head into the, into the beehive and see what's going on. So he does, he can't see anything. And then all of a sudden, a bee jumps up in front of him, has red eyes and blood dripping from its mouth. Oh, it's created, like, zombies. Yes. Nice. I didn't think of that, but... <laughs> um, zombies, yeah, definitely. But yeah, it makes him jump backwards and he falls out of the tree. Don't worry, he's very lucky he doesn't get hurt from it, but... Uh, yeah, he, la- he lands down below amongst a crowd of a crowd of ants, which makes them all jump. Mm-hmm. Then they just hear this very loud buzzing. Mm-hmm. It's very sort of angry and manic. And they look up, and it's this swarm of zombies mm-hmm. that uh, descend down and just start picking off the ants one by one. Oh, so they developed a taste for ant flesh, and it's they kind of messed up the circle of life. Completely, yeah. Okay, interesting. So Flick, along with uh, many other ants, they managed to seek refuge underground. Mm-hmm. But there are many ants that... That does not. That does not happen. Okay. And get picked up and ripped apart in the air and literally eaten, and it uh, gets a bit much. This is sounding more like an ants sequel than than a book's life sequel at this point. <laughs> I have not kept in with the Pixar tones. Okay, clearly. Le- le- leave it at that. Mm-hmm. So Queen Atta calls an emergency meeting where they discuss evacuating the island. But in the meantime, Flick travels to the outskirts to again find the circus troupe and ask for help. Okay. So he brings them back to to help come up with a plan to deal with the zombies, and. Uh, they are stumped for ideas. The best they can do is to retry the fake bird again, because bees don't like birds. Sure. And, uh, yeah, they, they they try it. They build it. Um, they get the same warriors to fly it from the first film. They, they're all grown up. Maybe they get Hayden Panettiere to come back. Sure. Maybe she's like a like superhero at this point. Like, she's, you know... Yeah, sure. She's been in Heroes, though, so... Y- you, yes, yeah. nice. But it doesn't work. The bees swarm the fake bird, because they have that instinct that just knows. that like sure. Yeah. They cause it to crash, and they start breaking in. And just as they're about to catch and eat Dot and the others, they are saved by three real birds, which are the chicks from the original. Oh. 
those birds fly in and start pecking off the zombies one by one. Mm-hmm. Um, and meanwhile, the circus troop managed to help Dot and the others to safety, hiding below ground away from the epic fight between the birds and the killer zombies. The birds and the bees, they're finally fighting. Who can win? <laughs> I didn't do that. I didn't think of that either. Oh, come on. They're right Well, there's a lot of noise from the birds and the bees. Mm-hmm. But uh, eventually all the buzzing from the bees dies out and we oh. just hear the birds and the birds eventually fly away. So um, some of the ants led by Flick um, and, and Queen Atta, they poke their heads up above ground and they see that like the bees are gone, mm-hmm. the birds are gone. Okay. Like it's all been taken care of. Okay. The bees have all been eaten by the birds. So, and with that, life just returns to normal. Life on the island returns to normal. Okay. The colonies eventually sort of stabilize and everything goes Back to happily ever after. Have any lessons been learned from this experience? Or? Well, as a post-credit stinger, nice. That was that you got. That was. Good, I think it? that was intentional. I don't quite remember. <laughs> but as a post-credit stinger, um, we see the three birds flying away, mm-hmm. all of whom now have red eyes and blood dripping from their beaks. Oh no! Oh, and does it then like turn into a spin-off of the film The Birds? Do they then start attacking <laughs> humans? Like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. This sounds kind of horrific, but uh, interesting nevertheless. Yeah, thank you. What was, what was that called? The Curse of the Bees? A Bug's Life 2, Curse of the Killer Bees. Curse of the Killer Curse Bees. Of, Curse of the Killer Bumblebees. Curse of the Killer Bumblebees. Lovely. Okay. But uh, yeah, if you want to change that to Curse of the Killer Zombies. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. But yeah, so what have you got? Cool. Okay, so my last idea, uh, this is my favourite. Um, I've got a concept of like, it's not completely fleshed out, so I might need your help to kind of drive it home. Yeah. But um, this one is inspired by the infamous uh, feud that this movie had with the movie Ants because mm-hmm. the makers of Bugs Life basically accused Ants of the producers of Ants of stealing their idea yeah. and then Ants kind of got rushed out so it would be the first one out so it was, right, a, right. It was a whole thing it's a, it's a big infamous feud between the two studios at the time between mm-hmm. DreamWorks and Pixar mm-hmm. so I thought you could kind of tie that in I mean, this, this would be a very kind of Pixar-y kind of high concept way to do a Bugs Life sequel I think if they somehow got the right to Ants right, I'm okay. sure DreamWorks aren't that bothered about if it if Disney bought DreamWorks yeah and finally the two films combine so what i'm thinking is we we start off with a flashback Mm -hmm. back to a period before the events of a bug's life yeah and we find that there was a time when the two ant colonies from a bug's life and ants were united they were a single colony okay but at one point they had two queens Mm because that happens sometimes with ants if two queens are raised then they'll both want power and, and and actually ant colonies will split. That's a thing that ant colonies in real life will do. They will split. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this one... Oh, you've actually done research on uh, this. Only, I have a bit of Wikipedia in here and there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and also I've seen some documentaries about ants. They're quite fascinating. So I'm imagining this being told in like a flashback with like a voiceover, kind of like the beginning of Lord of the Rings. It's all very right, like yeah. portentous, like, you know, long yeah. ago. There was, you know. And so the fable goes, the two ant queen, the two rival ant queens... Split, separated, one stayed on the island, and the other went off in search of a place to set up a new colony. And mm-hmm. then they were never they never heard from each other again, basically. Mm-hmm. And so obviously one is the happy bugs lifers and the others are the ants ants. Yeah. Okay. And obviously they, in, they look very different. Are we going to address this? Well they you know, breeding's different. You know, they've both gone their own way, you know. Okay. Genetics has played a part. There's been generations since they split. So, okay, sure. And also I'm thinking like obviously in Bugs Law, it'll be like they travel. Some say they travelled thousands of miles and they were never heard from again. And then mm. we'll zoom out and they've just literally gone across the road or something. Like, nice. It's yeah, been, yeah, yeah. No, no distance at all. <laughs> but to them, it's an epic journey. Yeah. And then we snap back to the present day, and we check in with Z, the the main ant from Ants. Oh yeah. No longer voiced by Woody Allen. We're going to do some recasting. I don't care who. Oh yeah, like that was it. The title of that film was spelled with a Z, wasn't it? Yes. We come back to the present day ish, and we check in with Z whose colony is now facing its worst ever crisis, even worse mm-hmm. than the original movie, when yep. they had some kind of war. It's been a while since I've watched Ants. There was a military coup, but there was also a war with, like, oh, I don't know what these bugs were, but they, they could, like, spray acid and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, none of that's important. Yeah. This is a new crisis. Basically, climate change has destroyed their food supply, mm-hmm. so that their regular foods just aren't showing up. Right. And also excessive rain is flooding the nest. So they're starving, and their nest is... Clearly not going to be fit for purpose much longer. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's also some building works happening, so they're going to get paved over soon. Okay. Like, you know, maybe yeah, they're building a new pathway that happens to be over... The humans are building a new pathway oh, that runs over their nest. Yeah. And so in a matter of days, they're going to be cement if they don't escape. Mm-hmm. So as the saviour of the ants from the previous 
Ants movie. Mm-hmm. Z is sent out on a mission to find land for, in, for the success of a new colony. Yeah. So we have to leave the old hive behind and find a new place to, to yeah, live. Yeah, that makes sense. So he goes wandering for many days and nights and he gets lost. And maybe he gets, and maybe at a certain point he just collapses from exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Maybe he like gets attacked by the bird. Uh, the okay, bird yeah. a book's yeah. life. And he's running away and running away and he manages to escape, but he's so exhausted by the escape that he just passes out cold. Mm-hmm. And he wakes up when he's rescued by Flick. Who has come across him on a gen? It sounds like he's, he's wandered close to the original island, basically. Yeah. And Flick finds him on some kind of random, you know, outing, and takes pity on him, revives him, takes him back to the island. And Zed is astonished when he comes Z. back around. Z, sorry. And Z is astonished when he comes back around and witnesses the island because it's it's paradise. It's yeah. everything he wants. Definitely. It's, yeah. his, it's everything his colony wants because mm-hmm. they are. Um, it's plentiful food. There's loads of space. There's minimal predators. It's just perfect. He's like, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is what we need. But um, is there enough space for the both of them? Well, this is the thing. Mm. Yeah, I'm thinking that Flick and the original colony are very defensive of their territory and they're like, mm-hmm. there's only room for one colony on this island. Yeah. But I, I was thinking Z is also very impressed by all of the inventions that Flick has. Mm-hmm. You know, because Flick's an inventor and he builds up all these oh, yeah, interesting yeah. things yeah. to make... make and maybe he's continued to develop his inventions to make them even more useful. So there's loads of stuff now for harvesting and for protection. And so mm-hmm. he's, he's really turned it into a high-tech paradise. The, the, fake, the fake bird as well. Maybe that just does a regular routine to keep sure, yeah. regular birds from coming in. So there's yep. all this stuff that that Z realizes the, this could really help my colony. Hmm. But Flick is very protective of his inventions. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, sorry, these are my intellectual property. Yeah. So, <laughs> So he refuses to let Zed take them away or even share how they were built. Yeah. He's just, he just won't do it. So Zed is left with no other, other choice, as far as, he, he, as far as he knows, than to actually escape in the middle of the night and steal Flick's inventions, or right, one okay. or two of Flick's inventions. Yeah. Anything specific? It could be the harvesting thing. Okay. Just keep it simple. Yeah. So he, he steals it, takes it back to his own colony, and uh, yeah, presents it to his people. And they're very excited. This is stuff that's going to help them out tremendously. It's going to help them to you know escape more quickly and set up a new colony. Mm-hmm. Um, so they start using, they start basically copying the all of the inventions that Flick came up with. Yeah, and they're not as good because they don't have the same inventive skills, but mm-hmm. they're, they're passable. Yeah, they're okay. They're fine. Yeah, Just not not quite as good, but decent enough. Uh, so this is like the parallel between you know Pixar DreamWorks. Which ah, is, right. I see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But then I'm thinking maybe he brings these inventions back, but he doesn't tell the colony where he found them. Because mm-hmm. maybe Flick did warn him and say... He tried to pass them off as his own? He tries to pass them off as his own, exactly, yeah. yeah. But also Flick did say, like, look, we've got a very good thing here, but we're also, you know, it's precarious and we don't want anything to ruin our paradise. Yeah. So maybe because, And maybe because he's, cause he's not a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe because he's stolen the invention, he feels kind of guilty. So he, he doesn't want to actually bring the other ants to take over the... The, the island so mm-hmm. instead he just says that he found that he just found these inventions yeah or, or takes credit for them himself whatever so he does that uh, and the ants kind of build up but flick has followed him mm-hmm. he's, he's managed to track him mm-hmm. he, he wants his inventions back that got stolen so he's tracked z back to z he's tracked z back to the original colony mm-hmm. where he's shocked to discover the extent to which z has stolen all of his inventions mm-hmm. and he's very disappointed and angry are they like fully implemented into yeah the they've colony? fully been implemented into the colony now and yeah. he's, he's just like i can't believe you stole all my stuff and you've made yeah. these cheap knockoffs right <laughs> but before flick can confront z he is captured by soldiers oh, okay. spot him as an intruder like yeah. an outsider because these are very like militaristic ants yeah so flick is captured and this is when the rest of the colony learns that actually there's a second colony and then they learn about the existence of the island. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking that like, since the first movie, the ants colony has become very militaristic again. Maybe all mm-hmm. of the, like the, the lack of food and resources has forced them to like, has caused them to become a lot more extremist. Mm-hmm. Like, so they've got another like general kind of military guy in charge who's yeah. like running, ruling the ant colony with an iron fist. Yeah. Or it could be an empress, you know, give Miglina Hedy voice like a warlike, a Cersei Lannister style ant, you know, that could be fun. Yeah, where's sorry? Which colony is this from? Um, Z's colony, the Z's ants' colony. colony. Yeah. Could be J Lo. Could be J Lo. Yeah, maybe she's just become very warlike. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. So once the ants of this colony, once the ants from ants, it's very hard to just keep make the decision. Yeah, I know. <laughs> once the ants from ants learn about the existence of the Bugs Life Island, yeah, they decide that the only thing to do is just to invade. Yeah, because this is also a thing that ants do in real life. They will invade other colonies. They? They, ants will properly invade other colonies and just rip their opponents to shred and steal all their stuff. Right. Wow. 
Yeah, ants are vicious. Yeah, brutal. So I'm thinking that these ants like form a whole army. You, mm-hmm. you have like marching, marching rows of ants, mm-hmm. and they fully attack. It's like like the Battle of Helm's Deep. Yeah, they fully attack <laughs> the uh, the island, and the ants from a bug's life are a lot less prepared for violence. They're mm-hmm. just pe- a very small colony. They're very peaceable. Mm-hmm. They're not prepared for this whatsoever. They're yeah. very much outgunned, outnumbered, and outgunned. So of course they have to recruit the circus performers. We can bring them in as well to kind of sure, sure. to help, just to give them a little cameo. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but I'm thinking ultimately what's going to happen is that Z is going to be overcome with guilt when once he witnesses this battle and sees all the ants like attacking each other and mm. cursing each other, he feels terribly guilty. This isn't what he wanted at all. Mm-hmm. He, he never wanted to cause anyone any harm. Yeah. And so he he manages to release Flick from captivity, and the two of them then work together. Right, right. To maybe I don't know, give a rousing speech at the end and yeah. Convince the ants that they can actually, they can share. They find a way to share mm-hmm. and not fight. And so Z apologizes for stealing Flick's inventions and mm-hmm. for being deceptive and lying to him. But also Flick apologizes for being so protective of his ideas and not sharing them among the mm-hmm. the wider community. And they realize that they can actually both get along and both make a lot of money at the box office if they just, you know, <laughs> just work together and live and let live. They just so. work together and they're all owned by Disney. Yeah, exactly. They, they, become, they, they become a conglomerate. The t- yeah. That's it. The two, the two colonies merge and become a conglomerate. And then nice. they become... And then we just see them like harvesting the land so much that they just rip it to shreds. But... Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that works that ends on a very works. dark yeah Monopoly style yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah cool I like it do you have a name for that that was A Bug's Life 2 and Ant's Destiny nice yeah again yeah. merging yeah very good I Thank like you, it yeah. alright you've got some listener submissions I do yes so listener submissions obviously this is a a popular film so Dave McCormick said A Bug's Life the tragic story of Hopper so I guess that's the maybe the grasshopper's perspective on it, or maybe it's just going to focus on what a, a grim way his, he died. Or maybe mm-hmm. he didn't die. Maybe he survived somehow that horrendous. I'm not sure how, but <laughs> maybe he just, like, like in Ants, just the head. I don't know. Maybe. M- just... Maybe it's all like, uh, it's set in the, the the final moments before he's ripped apart, but it's all like flashbacks of his life. Oh gosh. That's, yeah, very melancholy. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> grim. Uh, Mike Carey said, Flick's invention skills lead to him asking Rick Moranis for help to return to normal size in Honey, I Blew Up the Ant. <laughs> Very good. I like that. That's good. Yeah. Scott Hillman said, No longer subject to the whims of Hopper and his cronies, the colony is ready to split. Mm-hmm. However, this causes a lot of complications as their new home is in a housing development for people who they don't quite understand. <laughs> So I guess that's like the ants move to the big city, I guess. Yeah. A classic sequel fair. They go from a little tiny island to become like city ants. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, Dennis Fanning said, A bug's afterlife? What is heaven for an ant? How many mayflies can there be in the hereafter? <laughs> and what is grasshopper hell like? Get ready to fuck up your four-year-old for life and make middle-aged dads everywhere cry. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Davies <laughs> said, A bug's life too. Crazy cicadas. It's a word for grasshoppers, I think. Ah, okay. Yeah. Over on Twitter, at Benny2TS said, not such a sequel as a crossover, A Bag's Life. The most beautiful adventure ever filmed. It's an animation featuring the plastic bag from American Beauty as it leads a rebellion, <laughs> as it leads a rebellious army of rubbish against a gang of tyrannical climate change denying bin men. Great. That's a good idea. Great. A <laughs> uh, couple of our pals had some ideas as well. Uh, Martin Gardner at MG Loves Fun said, it's a fug's life. A hilarious animated gangster movie featuring the voices of Vinnie Jones, Jason Statham, and Ray Winston. Nice, yeah. And sure. finally, Ross Burton, friend of the pod, okay. said, did you say gay? I said, okay. Okay, I thought you said Ross Burton, gay. Harry, Harry Mature. So yeah, Ross Burton, friend gay. of the pod. Sorry, sorry, I said okay again. Sorry, okay. it's... Uh, sure, okay. It's my uh, turret's coming back. Sure. Uh, so Ross Burton, friend of the pod, said a new a new one for every branch of the taxonomic tree of the animal kingdom. This is a very classic Ross okay. science answer. Moving on to an arachnid's life, then a cetacean's life, and so oh, on yeah. and so forth. So, yeah, yeah, very highbrow. Yeah, I mean, I'd watch a spider's life. That's, that's probably quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, like maybe a film that shows that spiders aren't always that scary. No, compared to ants, they're bloody saints. Yeah, they're nowhere near as violent. Yeah, apart from some flies, I guess. But yeah. well, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Great. So thank you everybody for those sequel ideas. We ask for your listener submissions every week, a few days before we record, by putting posts out on Facebook and Twitter where you can post your ideas. 
So make sure you like and follow our pages if you don't want to miss out. Mm. To listen to more episodes of Beyond the Box Set, you can subscribe and browse our back catalogue on any podcasting platform, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and many others, all of which you can also leave a five-star review, which really helps us to uh, stay on top of the rankings and get new listeners, so please do consider doing that. As mentioned before, we are also available on Patreon, which is exclusively for the people who would raise us more than five stars if they could. You can find all the links in the description below or at beyondtheboxset.com. And next week, Harry, it's a big one. Yeah. We are hitting a major podcasting milestone. Yeah. 200 episodes. Episode 200. Can you believe it? I almost can. You almost can. Yeah. I reckon at one week from now, I'll be able to believe it. Okay. Well, let's see. We'll come back next week and say. So we, we had to mark this in some way. So we are... I thought a good way to mark episode 200 mm-hmm. would be to go all the way back to the beginning, yeah. to episode number one, yep. way back when we were so much younger, <laughs> <laughs> so much happier, yep. uh, so bright-eyed. Yep. Um, so the first episode we ever did yep. was an obscure little movie called Titanic. Ah, I don't think I've heard of it. Yeah. And, you know, it was our first episode. We didn't yeah. quite have it all nailed down. So it was actually quite a short episode. We I didn't... think we spent about 12 minutes talking about the film before we jumped into sequels. Yeah. So... If that, I think it's... Yeah, so I thought it'd be fun to go back, do it again, see what's changed, you know, give it the Beyond the Box Set 2021 treatment, yeah. Yeah. 2021 treatment. Give it the Beyond the Box Set 2021 treatment. Yeah, yeah and uh, hopefully we'll come up with better ideas we did the first time round. I quite like our ideas the first time, but we'll we'll revisit them, you know, we'll, we'll have a bit of a bit of a nostalgia fest and we'll have some new ideas as well. Yeah. We'll see what comes out. Yeah. So listeners, join us next week for episode 200. Slash episode one. Titanic. Titanic. Mm. It's going to be a Titanic episode. It will be. A Titanic achievement to get to 200 episodes. Yeah. It's been nearly four years now. It has been almost four years. I'm I'm burnt out. Spent, yeah. Well, that's why we're (laughs) lazily going back to episode one. (laughs) We've run out of films. Um, We've got plenty more to come. Yes, loads. Great. So thanks everybody for listening. Mm -hmm. Thank you for subscribing. Um, You can do so on iTunes and all that. John's already mentioned. And... uh, Hey, here's to the next 200. Indeed. I'll probably say that again at the end of next episode, actually. Here's to the next 199. Excellent. There we go. Great. Cool. (laughs) See you next week. See you. Bye. Bye.